0: Hey, it's Matt. I'm back and I'm really glad you're here. You're listening to the Matt Ramage TV podcast. Today it's Wednesday, April 1st, and I was just texting a friend and so this he inspired this this episode. We're going to talk about how to how you can become insanely great at anything. Enjoy. Texting a friend today. Actually, I photographed his wedding a few years ago, and now he is my family's dentist. Um, we were texting. Lucy had a little mishap, and and uh, her her gums got cut a little bit. So I, I I just reached out to ask a little bit of advice on that, and and uh, and then we got chatting after. And he told me they're they're temporarily shut down uh, with with everything going on right now. And I asked him what he's been up to, what he's been doing with his time. And he said, you know, chilling, cleaning, exercise, TV, and I'll probably learn something new. I'll take this time to learn something new. And I was like, that's really, that's a really good idea. And so this kind of fits the theme of what we've been talking about over the past few episodes um, is just like learning. And um, so I'm going to, I'm going to teach you how I think you can learn anything insanely well and become great at it, um, without really having to wait for anyone else. So if you're, if you're sitting at home and you have the time, this is, this is for you. So we're not talking about join a school and wait till September for enrollment to start, or, you know, wait till you have, you know, cash to buy some sort of program. This is, this is how you can learn right now and get good at something with just your own, um, efforts we got four points, four points. I'm going to go over here. So this is, this is, I think, this is a definitely an endless list. We could go on almost forever, but for now, we're going to just do uh, these four things. And I think if you did these four, you could take advantage of this idea today and get really incredibly good. I'm going to give the example of photography, but you could apply this to music. You could apply it to creative writing podcasting, you could reply it to podcasting, Um, whatever it is, whatever you kind of skill you would like to learn. This is how I think you could learn it and become not only good, but insanely good at it. And you could start today. So number one, we're going to start with this one. That's called adult learning. Uh, If you've been following me, you know that I do this thing called uh, quarterly planning. And I do it every three months. I go to Calgary. I have a business coach there. And this is something he taught me. So um, I go there. When I go there, it's for three days. And uh, the beginning of day two and three, we take the time to do adult learning, or in other words, learning. So we, we actually just sit around the room and we share insights and things that kind of stood out to us about the previous day. And, you know, when you have some time to process, that's really good. But when you have some time when you have an opportunity to reiterate what you learned, um, then it it really digs it down really deep into your brain. Like it just like entrenches because you, you're justifying why to yourself, as you say it out loud, why it stood out to you, why that insight was important, why that idea was a breakthrough, whatever it is. Um, when you share it with people, you're sharing also to yourself. And so when I'm doing this and practicing the quote adult learning um i'm really just as i talk out loud it's like the first time i'm hearing myself think about it and i'm and i'm working through that concept or that idea so in photography um if you know me you know know that all types of learning are important to me and i i did a lot of this i did a lot of photography training um my latest workshop was 20 18. So it's been a while. I need to, I need to get into one. Um, but the last one I did was, uh, in Tofino, I went to this thing called, um, cabin fever retreat. And so that was led by three photographers and they throughout the, I think it was four days throughout the four days, they each shared, they each had about an hour and a half to two hour part where they shared sort of their story and how they learned. And then they shared like a, a practical skill, uh, and then we also had a multiple creative shoots. And so the thing I did was I'd follow them around and I'd listen to them explain what they're thinking and how they're doing it. And then I would do it and I would do it exactly the way they said. And this is the part where you're likely to deviate. Um, you know, you want to get creative too quick. And what you need to do is actually not get there. Anyway, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but um, I would, I would learn the thing they taught and then I would do it. And then, um, when I came back to Saskatoon, I, so I wrote my notes on it, but when I came back to Saskatoon, I immediately did it. I did the things they recommended right away. And if I would have been, um, you know, taking better advantage of it, I would have maybe even taught it to uh, a coworker, or, you know, or one of our team right away. And so when, when things are fresh in your brain and you, you know, you, you have that moment where things kind of click or those sparks fire, that's when you want to be sharing it. And it really just puts it down deep into your brain. Um, and then the best part is that when you're a photographer specifically, you know, you go into a shoot, you go into a creative situation and someone's asking something, when you learn something from someone else and it gets, uh, you get it down deep in your brain. What happens is you can, you can recall that information just like that. You can pull on that. And that's, that's one of the things that's really awesome. All right. Our next thing, uh, it's called grease the groove. So this is a concept that I heard, um, by a gentleman named Pavel Tatsune. I can't even say his name. Pavel Tatsuni. Uh, he's been on interviews with Joe Rogan, Uh, he is a kettlebell master. So he run, he started an organization called Strong First and he's the author of a few books, uh, teaching all about kettlebell. And so he, he's a very strong proponent about, um, for, um, simple strength based exercises and just the, you know, he, he's all for just like strength is good for people. Um, So he, in his books, he talks about this concept called grease the groove. And so it's the idea that um, you don't, you know, like a high intensity interval training workout. You're going till you sweat. You're going till you fail your muscles. And that's totally fine. This grease the groove idea is that you could do, you know, maybe you can only do like 20 pushups in a row or 40 pushups in a row. But the whole grease the groove idea is you can probably do 200 push-ups in a day. If you do them five or 10 at a time, it depends. It depends on who you are and where you're at. But the idea is you need to get that volume in. And so, whereas if you just have a 40 minute workout and you do something at really high intensity, that's fine. But you really want to get strong, uh, and get really good at that thing. Maybe it's pull-ups too. Pull-ups are really hard. And that's another example where, um, You just do it and you do small little sets all the time. When that comes to being creative, you know, taking, uh, photographing a wedding, uh, is an eight hour thing. That's really good. But, uh, if you just wait till the next weekend to photograph, that's a long time, not touching a camera and, uh, you're not really working out your brain. So with photography, um, even me being at home, I have cameras out on the counter ready to use. Um, I try to take photos at least once a day. Um, and I do, I've been doing a lot of filming lately. So then we're filming, uh, every day and, um, I'm just practicing being creative. I'm practicing that muscle and, um, I'm getting tons of, tons of reps in. you could call it. So anytime you want to learn, grease that groove, do the thing, repeat. Number three, uh, do it like your teacher. So whoever's teaching you the thing, do it like them, um, creatives, especially, and I mentioned this already, we tend to like to get creative way too quick. And I'm going to compare this one to music. This one's music's very traditional. And, um, I like this example because it, um, it leans on the one side of, of repeating your work. It's, um, I'll just go over it. Um, you have, uh, a, if you were in music cl- lessons, if you're in piano in, in, uh, in Saskatoon, uh, all my friends were in this program called Royal Conservatory Music, if I'm not mistaken. And you could go pretty far, like you could go like all the way to grade 12 and actually get a credit for it that goes towards high school, which was really interesting. I think, uh, I don't know how the grades lined up with actual high school. I remember my friends were in like, or two grades ahead. Like if they're in actual grade 10, they might've been in grade 12, or if they're in grade eight, like school wise, they're in grade 10 piano. So, um, I'm going to give this as an example, because I think it's impressive. Um, that whole program is based on copying other people's work. You learn, you learn the scales they do. You learn how they wrote the music. You learn um, how to play it. And you learn how to play it expressively like them. You, you do what they did. And um, when you're doing a skill, like so this podcast is how to become insanely great at anything. You want to become insanely great at something, you do it like people who are insanely great. And so you, you finish your grade 12 of piano, and someone could correct me if I'm wrong, but you're not writing any music. You are copying the entire time. And those people, those kids who were insanely talented, I remember one guy, his name is David Fong. He would, he could pick up any instrument, um, because of the skills he learned in, uh, in piano. Like, um, it just ingrained certain skills that transferred to other skills. And, you know, that's like a side benefit. Like, he could pick up a guitar. He's like really good at guitar, um, key- keyboard, piano, um, super talented guy. Um, he could also sing really well. Um, anyway, he's a good example of like someone doing the thing. Um, and 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 an example of like how that benefits you. How does that fit to photography? Well, learn a tutorial and do it like that person and do it over and over like that person. You don't need to get into creative things yet. You just need to really practice on um, what you learn. And so if you're trying to learn something, go on YouTube, find a tutorial, do it three or four times just as closely can, as you can to that person who taught the skill. I'm sure you've seen it. It doesn't matter what type of workshop people go, they listen to the speaker and then they go home and they change nothing about their life or about their work. It happens all the time and it's because they didn't implement the practice of the uh, the new way. And so that new way never becomes their way. Number four, this is the last one. Get outside critique. Just get other people looking at what you're doing, get other people listening to your music, get other people, you know, maybe it's just putting your recording a song, putting it on YouTube, make a music video. You may, you want to be a photographer, put the photos on in a Facebook group where people can give you cr- constructive criticism. That one's really hard for a lot of people. I know a lot of people who they can't give critique or sorry, they can't get reti- critique. Like it's too personal for them and it limits it limits their ability to to grow um and it it's not because their work's good or bad it's because they're too attached to their work it's an emotional thing and what i'm saying is get detached from that emotional thing that work is not you that work is something you made it's not the best thing you've ever made because you're still alive you continue to have opportunities to make something great and new so Get critique from people and and be honest. And the more you can put stuff in front of people, uh, get feedback, the quicker you can grow. Um, maybe that works in in uh, in the form of a mentor. Um, I'm going to tie this and put a plug in for our creators group. We just made a creators group on Facebook, um, and it's called creators group with Matt Ramage. Go find it and join it. Also, the link to that group is in the description of this podcast. So. I recommend you join that group and you share something. You ask a question. You put that thing you're creating out there and, um, and ask for people to give feedback and be open to it. You know, sometimes it's like, that's really good or that's really good, but this could change. And then it would be instead of a nine out of 10, a 10 out of 10, or maybe it's like, that one's not good at all. And you have no, idea, and you're sitting there and you don't know why, but someone can give you critique and feedback on how you could make it better. And all those little inputs from people you can use to improve your skill. Um, and I believe the second you stop getting feedback from people is a dangerous moment because you aren't, um, it, it stops you from growing as a, as a creative. Um, I'm not saying that everybody's opinion matters. Um, you know, there's a point where you have your own voice and style, but if you're just starting out on a new skill and you want to become insanely great at it, you do, um, you know, you have to start somewhere and you have to have a place to grow. Um, there's an arrogance you could have. So if I grabbed a guitar, put a song on, on YouTube and you know, my voice wasn't like that great. And my, my finger work on the guitar wasn't that great. I could be like, Oh, well, it's perfect. I don't know what they're complaining about. That's just their opinion. Um, We live in a world of people. We create for people to react to our stuff. Um, For most creatives, you do want people to enjoy and like the thing you're creating. And so get rid of your attitude and put it out in front of people that you trust and, and think can help you. And the truth is that everybody can help you. Even if you don't, let's say you get critique from someone you don't totally like their work, what they say can still be true. And so, um, and if you can be open to that and have a humility for it, and I know it's hard and it's even hard for people like me, it's probably even harder for people like me because I've been doing this a long time. If you can get humble and ask those hard questions, um, you know, you're going you're gonna to really kick off your growth. Um, and then the next time you go to create, you can have all those new ideas in your, in, uh, in your skill set, create, get more feedback and create this feedback loop that gets you succeeding and growing your skill better than you ever thought you could. So again, I'm just going to invite you to the creators group I've created on Facebook. There's a link in the description of this podcast. Um, One of the awesome things we're doing with everybody in the group is we're doing a a virtual hangout every Thursday uh, evening and um, we're all, we're learning something. I'm sharing something uh, and going forward, we're going to be having members of the group uh, share a skill or an idea. And uh, this is just a place to, to have community and uh grow together uh, i made it for everybody to be part of and engaged so if that sounds like you'd love it um make sure to join um if you have questions you can also message me uh, on instagram or email me at matt at mattramage.com. so thanks for listening and we will chat soon